We're talking with Dave Lone, who this week begins his 30th year broadcasting Fighting Illini Volleyball on the Illini Sports Network and here on DWS. Dave, we were just talking. Your first year was 1988, and the Illini just happened to go to the Final Four that year. What are your memories of your first season? Well, first of all, I was very excited because it was my first play-by-play job, and uh, Jim Turpin took a chance on me, who'd never done a lick of play-by-play, he knew I knew the program from a job, I, my job prior to this one, and he knew I played a little, so he knew I knew the sport, and he called me up one day and said, I want to talk to you about a project, and uh, the rest is history. He hired me here, and uh, I started out doing volleyball, which I was just a huge fan of the program. Uh, like I say, I, I was playing a little at the time, so I was just a huge fan of the sport, and it was just so exciting and uh you know, Illinois obviously had a really good team that year. Um, um, Mary Eggers was blocking middle and Nancy Brookhart. And, uh, you know, we had some great outside hitters as well. And uh, we we kept rolling and rolling. And I'll never forget, uh, we were playing in Kenny Jim, the Kenny Jim Annex then. And uh, we beat Oklahoma uh, to advance to the Final Four. And it was just, it was a wild time, wild time. And uh, Deesa Johnson, who had been a senior the year before as our setter, did color with me. So she helped me so much, you know, getting my feet wet uh, with some of the uh, terminology maybe of the sport. Uh, it was, it was, we went to Minneapolis. Uh, we lost to Honolulu, to Hawaii, I believe Hawaii in the uh, national semifinal, but still it was just Talk about your first year on the job. What a what a fabulous experience. You mentioned Kenny Jim. You've broadcast there. You broadcast at Huff Hall. You've broadcast at Assembly Hall, now State Farm Center, and a host of other road venues. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically talking about here on campus, maybe talk about the changes you've noticed. And maybe we can talk about Huff specifically because that's where they play now. The changes over the years in Huff Hall, in atmosphere, in anything. Well, it's always electric because uh, you're right on top of the court, basically, at Huff Hall. Uh, And and it was a big move because there's quite a bit more seating in Huff than there was at Kenny. And uh, at Kenny, there were people crawling through windows to try and get in some of the matches, literally. Um, But Huff proved to be a a perfect venue for volleyball. Um, They... um, they still had the old wooden seats there, though. You know, it wasn't a very, um, and I felt bad for the kids because not that I ventured into the locker room much, but I every now and then had to go into that area of the gym to do an interview with Mike or something like that. And uh, it's it's seen a lot of upgrading, much needed upgrading over the years. But as far as an atmosphere to, to host an event, uh, it, it's electric, uh, I know opponents don't like to come here because we have such a great fan base. And, uh, you know, they've talked about playing games at State Farm Center, which we had to do one year because we were hosting a regional. And uh, although I like the parking situation at uh, State Farm Center much better than Huff, um, it'd be almost a shame to move the program out of there unless they built uh, a modern, similar uh, type facility, which they talked about back when I started. I even saw a, a model of it yeah. 
and, but it's never come to be, and I hear talk even now, but, uh, you know, so I'll kind of believe it when I see it, but uh, uh, it's, just a, it's just a fantastic venue for volleyball. How have uh, your broadcasts changed over the years? Your format, what you talk about, your own style, that sort of thing? I don't think it's changed just as far as the way I conduct business. I've always just try to give the best call I can, you know, and, uh, you know, I've had the chance to work with you and Huff in a couple of different situations, and you kind of seem to know what to expect, and I hope that's what the, the listener um looks forward to when they tune in. Uh, formatically, the only thing now, we are, a, of course, a Learfield network, Fighting Illini Sports Properties, and because of that, uh, the format's changed just a little bit. I have to do some read. I shouldn't say have to. I like to do reader cards, which reminds me, i got to stop by and get them before I leave. Uh, uh, you know, and there's a few more uh, spots in the broadcast, and you've got to kind of arrange especially the pregame show around the structure of that when i first started they said okay you want you want to take a break tell the operator back at the station we'll take a break back in a minute you know but it, it works out just fine it sounds a little slicker and uh other than that just uh the terminology of the sport has changed a little bit we used to play best three out of five games well we still Games, we they were called games, but it's now three out of five sets. Um, we used to um, play side out. You couldn't score unless you were serving. Now it's rally. Now it's rally, and they don't even use the term rally scoring anymore because it's that's what it is, and um, and so uh, and, and certain things about how a player swings or. Uh, they just have changed the terminology. But other than that, uh, I hope that uh, I'm better than I was on day one, but I hope that um, I didn't leave anything out from day one until now. I might be a little slower now, you know, as I get older. I try to, I try to call every contact, but you can still convey the same idea, you know, instead of saying, you know, um, such and such passes it to the setter. It, it, when, when you don't have time to get that in, you say ball pass to the setter, you know, or ball pass to, um, you know, um, uh, Poulter. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I, it'd be interesting to hear an old recording and say, hmm, did I really sound different? <laughs> so Chris Thomas, will he be your fourth coach you've worked yes. with? Hebert, uh, Harden, Hambly, and now Chris Thomas. So uh, you don't have to go into major detail on the three you've worked with, but just your memories of working with those three coaches, Mike Hebert, Don Harden, and Kevin Hambly. Well, first of all, again, Mike was my first coach, and he was so gracious. He knew my situation, and uh, he was very welcoming because he was the one that kind of came to our station here now at WDWS, about getting the games on the radio uh, back in like 85, I want to say, is when we started. And um, so he was a very big supporter of the broadcasts, and uh, having got to know him and his wife Sherry, um, uh, we became friends, you know, off the court. And uh, he was a great mentor for me uh, in this um, era of my career. And then Don, the thing about Don is 
Don was uh, an assistant on Mike's staff prior to me starting the play-by-play -play job, but I'd known him because, again, I'd covered the program, him and his wife, Kim, and um, so when I got hired, Don left and took the head coaching job at Louisville, and then when Mike left Illinois to go to Minnesota, Don got hired as the head coach, so I'm still working with people that I know that I've known for a while. I got to know Mike, like I say, before uh, I got the job here. And then, of course, Kevin uh, was an assistant on Don's staff, and when Don retired from the coaching part of it, um, Kevin was hired. So I've not really had to break anyone new in, you know. Um, but they've all been just uh, gracious and supportive. And, of course, um, Kevin's wife, Mary, played for us at Illinois. She was an outside hitter. And so, uh, you know, I, I didn't have to learn a whole lot about most of these people. So I've been uh, very fortunate to uh, work with them and uh, even more fortunate to call them friends. Talking with Dave Lone, who will begin his 30th season broadcasting Fighting Illini Volleyball this weekend. Uh, we talked about 88. Let's talk about 2011. Illinois makes it to the national championship game. Your memories of that season? It was uh, just... Uh, we were really strong on the outside. We were good in the middle, too. Uh, uh, Annie Lurson did a good job uh, distributing the ball from the center spot. And obviously, to make it to the national title match um, was exciting. Uh, unfortunately, we got beat by UCLA. But if we could have won a few key rallies, who knows how that match might have gone. Uh, also, that's the year you may have heard the highlight or seen the video of what we call the point or the rally. We were playing USC, I believe it was in the national semifinals, and there was just this lengthy rally, and it was exciting and thrilling, and the crowds, ooh, and on. And, and uh, a lot of people have, uh, and I'm very lucky that they've really complimented me on the call that I was able to, you know, stay with it, because it, that's as long a rally as I've ever seen, you know, and here to be playing for a chance to go to the national championship. And then earlier in the tournament, and I don't recall if it was the regional final or maybe the, a regional semifinal, we were playing Florida, and one of the players on our team, an outside hitter by the name of Colleen Ward, had transferred to Illinois from Florida, and... Uh, We've got a match point, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Florida, but I know one match point earlier in the tournament. Colleen got a set out by the left pin, and she just crushed it. And that ball hit the blocker on the other side of the net in the forehead, came back over to the Illinois side and landed out of bounds past the baseline on the Illinois side of the net. So that was kind of... Uh, a crowning moment for Colleen, I'm sure, and it was just, uh, you know, what a wham-bam way to end uh, another high-profile match that season. Finally, uh, as you prepare for year number 30, when you hear that, I guess, year number 30, what, what, what do you think? I think um, I've been lucky that uh, the, I've been kept, <laughs> you know, that they want me back uh, year after year, and... Um, I will admit uh, 30 years of traveling wears on me a little bit more than it did when I started out, but I'm excited. 
Uh, again, we're going a new direction with this program, with the new coaching staff, and it, we've got a, yacht, a lot of young players on the roster, so uh, I hope I can learn names pretty fast. You know, one thing I, I just thought of as well, you have a lot of catchphrases that you use on the broadcast. You know, tool uses the block like a kitchen appliance yeah. and things of that sort. How have those I, developed for you over the, the years? The, the, uh, like I say, when I got hired that same year, Don Harden left and went to Louisville, and Mike Hebert hired uh, coach, an assistant coach by the name of Jay Potter. And I cannot take credit for use the block like a kitchen appliance because he was critiquing my broadcast some um, one day. We were, you know, in a long bus ride, and uh, he goes, "Yeah, that sounded good, but I don't know what, you know." Oh, she Schultons use the block like a kitchen appliance. So I can't take credit of that. You know, I've given some nicknames to uh, players like this year. I call Ali Bastianelli Kid Block is. Some people know who Kid Rock is. Maybe some of our listeners don't, but he's a popular singer. And so she became Kid Block. And then when we had to, uh, because she led, you know, was up leading the big, uh, in the country in blocks for a while uh, last year, I think led the Big Ten. Um, when we had uh, uh, number four, Liz McMahon and Anna Dorn, Liz Block played opposite, blocked on the right side, and Dorn. Uh, was the middle to close, and uh, I called them the young guns whenever they made a block because that was a name that uh, was bestowed upon them freshman year, and I just kept it the rest of their career because I couldn't think of anything uh, more clever. And, you know, a lot of, there's probably a bunch of them I've forgotten. And again, some of the terminology is just adopted through observation of the sport and, uh, you know, cranks it down the line cross-court rocket. Uh, so um, I used to use one, uh, someone hit the ball way out of bounds. I go, such and such, hit that ball into the phone booth. But there's no phone booths around anymore, so I just continued using that one. But there's, there's probably more than I can remember, but uh, it, it makes it fun. I think the listeners uh, enjoy uh, a little bit of um, flair. <laughs> 